to the 2A Street. 2A Street, oh! I've got Abe over there across the table from me. What's good, everybody? It's the way that it always goes down on these uh, fine mornings that we have over there. Oh. Abe and I have uh, had a little bit of a break. It was unintentional. We've both been pretty busy. Yeah. Um, but we finally got a chance to get back together. No doubt, no doubt. You're yo. looking good, but see, you're still working. You got no. a regular shirt over top of your working shirt. You know shirt. how we do, man. We got a hustle, though. You know what I'm saying? You got a hustle. <laughs> That's the problem, right? Is is everybody's too busy, and we got to find a way to to make those priorities a little bit better. One hundred. If you uh, want it, you got to go get it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, sure. no excuses up in this. For shoes. sure. Hey, I got an interesting post off of Instagram. Yeah. We got a new set of followers from a group called uh, Leader Treks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe they're out of Illinois. I'll have to double check. Sorry, guys. Um, but it's definitely a youth resource that you want to check out. Uh-huh. Uh, they got a whole bunch of discipling type programs. All right. There was one that really caught my eye though. And it takes you from one of your junior high students yep. all the way up into adult volunteering. It's a really? six-year program that you put one of your kids on, man. So it's, it's interesting. So a shout-out to, uh, to Leader Treks. I'll post their, uh, their information the down man. there. But, yeah. uh, man, they got a good resource going on. they got little conferences and stuff happening. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So maybe we'll find a way to get our guys down there one no, day. Yeah, we appreciate y'all fellas, man, out here. Yeah, so it, it was interesting uh, on that is that um, as I was reading through the different resources... Uh, we as leaders mm-hmm. are always talking about, you know, this is what we do to our kids, this is how we lead them. Mm-hmm. But it got me thinking, how do we follow? Cause, right? Because it's hard for us to be good leaders unless we know how to follow us appropriately yeah. as well. So I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. what's your style of following? Do you, do you chase somebody's vision? And then try and make it best for that? Mm-hmm. Do you specifically just follow direction? Mm-hmm. Do you... Find out how you can make it part of what you want. Mm. Have you ever considered that on, on how to make a, what what makes you a good follower? <laughs> you see that right there is straight up. I like that right there. This, this, you know, a lot of leaders out here in this. Well, let me talk about myself. All right. I follow people that I know have a vision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not gonna follow their vision. I got my own vision. And I'm just mm-hmm. trying to figure out how I can uh, maneuver my own vision. Through sure. their own uh, things because they've been through it. They, you know what I mean. A lot mm-hmm. of kids out here, they've they've uh, uh, they've been hungry for a long time mm-hmm. and they've been successful. So um, it's better to follow people that have been hungry and now they've got that uh, million dollar check coming out on the, on a monthly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> they've done something right. You yeah. know what I mean? But a lot of people, what we figure out, what we see is that they don't follow nobody. Mm-hmm. They figure that they got it all. Yeah, you know I'm saying, and this is the downfall of a lot of people. You got to be humble enough to know to say that there's people that know better than you. Yeah, you know what I mean. And when they know better than you, then you follow that and that that model, so to speak, and then you just build your own from that. Yeah, you feel I me? Mean? Because like the the example that you just gave right here is that the, the people that got a good model that they got. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I would like to be a part of that. Yeah, you feel I me? Mean? And then learn for what it is that I gotta learn, and then make my own thing going. Right, right. Right, no, that, that actually totally makes sense. And, that, and that's the thing is that, that that's why it became kind of this one really profound question. Uh-huh. Was because for me, I started saying, well, wait a minute. Am I following this pastor over here? Am I following this website over here? Am sure. I doing this over here because I'm helping them or uh-huh. because I'm helping me? Right. You, you know, and, and I started to, to go, whoa, I feel wait, wait a minute. <laughs> and, and I wasn't feeling the, the selfish by means of me, me, me. Uh-huh. But a lot of it was, you know, can I follow somebody's vision without making it my own? Mm. Or when I am following somebody's vision, am, am I just kind of keeping them close enough until I, you Good know, job. decide that their vision is right. not my, you right. know? 
And I, and I started rolling on that, and I, I actually don't expect a whole lot of what you really want to say compared to what you should say out of this one. <laughs> well, because we get ourselves in that all the time. Yeah. Is what I mean, the, the both of us are kind of natural leaders. Mm -hmm. And we grab other leaders, yep. and we all start just running. Things get done. There's yep. no doubt about that. Yeah. But then you start to wonder, on how are we developing that for ourselves? I mean, even for the good God that we believe in, uh -huh. he's got a vision. And it's actually pretty simple. Yeah. But I know that I'm not going A to Z on that vision. Yeah. I'm kind of detouring around, yeah. Yeah. making sure, am I having a good time on the way? Is yeah. that part of the vision, though? You know? Is part of the people <laughs> around me? Is that part of the vision? You know? So, yeah. so that's the thing is that I know that I, that I didn't prep you on this one, so I don't really expect the whole vision. No, but it's, it's, it's a, a great question. It's a great now. one right here because the, here, here's the thing, right? In following people, you got to be careful not to, not to uh, uh, concentrate on their vision in, uh, so much that you are actually building their vision. Mm -hmm. You feel me? It's good to, uh, uh, to see that this person has a vision and I won't follow that person mm -hmm. right there. But at the same time, you got to build your own vision. Yeah. Build your own dream. Don't get, don't get too lost in following somebody that you become like that person. Mm -hmm. You see a lot of people out here in the streets that they, they follow, you, you can tell uh, which organization they belong to because of the way they dress, for example, because mm -hmm. of uh, the way they do their mannerisms and stuff. You know that, okay, you know, they're following this guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, but if you are comfortable with who you are, and you're figuring out who you are, at the same time, you won't lose yourself. Mm -hmm. You feel me? But a lot of times we lose ourselves because we just so, get so immersed in that person vision yeah. and that's their own vision though mm -hmm. you know what I mean you start liking what they like you start uh, um, uh, you know following the things that they follow and disliking the things that they dislike mm -hmm. but now nah, you know what I'm saying it, it's, it's even in marriage you know what I'm saying if you if you're a good husband a good leader in your marriage you allow your uh, your, your spouse to be they self you don't want them to like the same things, like saying, I, I, I drink Coca-Cola, so you're going to drink Coke. Oh, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, that happened. I have to not drink Pepsi, man. I like, <laughs> Legit. Because <laughs> you still got to be yourself in the streets, you know what I'm saying? Because if you ain't yourself, you're going to resent yourself, or you're yeah. going to resent the other person, because you're like, man, I used to like that, and I ain't doing that no more. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I used to do that day before I, I seen you, you know what I mean? And I ain't doing that no more. And you resent our leaders, you know what I'm saying? Because of the same thing that, you know, you push your vision on me, and yeah. then I lost my vision in the process. Interesting. You feel me? So you got it. And this is why a lot of times people get hurt in organizations is that they just grab their leader's yeah. vision. So then when the, when the leader says something, it trips you out real quick. Yeah. Like, man, nah, dog, you know what I'm saying? No, you got to still be yourself. Yeah, yeah, because leadership is a mutual thing. You both as leaders need to yep. understand that you're both there for a purpose. 100. So uh, on that then, um, a, a lot of the circles that we run within, the, the vision is the same. Uh -huh. We're to try and make these kids the best yep. kids that they can be in the future. So when you end up having a conflict, the, the, you understand the vision is there, but maybe it's disorganized or doesn't quite do it the way that, that you, you know, it's kind of an 80% compared to the way that you would do it. Mm -hmm. How do you take the input from that and, and kind of continue to run? Do you, do you back off? Do you, do you let that guy run with it and then jump in on the opportunities where, where you want to be in there? Um, do you pull your own thing to the side? Do you just bail? You know, are you a carrot and stick kind of guy where you see it and you're, uh, maybe, but only when it's right? Or do you need that leader to turn around and say, listen, this might not be the way that you want to do it, but that's the way we're doing it here and you're with me. So 
you know, carrot or stick? What, what's your uh, what's your following style? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, a, a leader who is a dictator is a poor leader. Mm. You gotta allow your people to to come against the things that you that you think that are right. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be uh, in. Uh, confident enough mm -hmm. that you know people are going to come and they're not going to like my leadership st style mm -hmm. and they're going to stick around too yep. you feel me people that don't like you are the ones that are going to stick around the most mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and 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 you got to be careful now to say just because you don't see the things that i'm saying to you and just because you don't agree with them i'm not going to just come through and say this is how it's going to be and stuff like that yeah. you know what i'm saying there's, there's a time and a place for everything but when you when you are pushing people away because they don't see your vision, mm -hmm. man, you're a dumb leader. Yep. You're a stupid leader. We don't want you around in the streets. Mm -hmm. We don't beat you up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but <laughs> we want people that um, a, a leader. If uh, if somebody comes through to me and say, hey, Abe, you know, this is what my vision is and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I'm gonna help you build. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I, if if I don't see it one, if I don't believe it 100 percent. I don't believe everything that everybody's doing 100%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if I don't if I don't believe it 100%, I'm still going to be there for you and with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you my input because you're not paying me. You know what I'm saying? I can speak however I feel. It's different if I'm on a payroll. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I'm mm -hmm. on payroll, usually people are going to be uh, a little bit, um, uh. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I can't say this, I can't say that. But yeah. I'm going to speak my mind, though. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I can't die in my heart when I know that I got something inside true, of me true, that yeah. needs to come out. I'm going to speak it. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I might help that leader right there, you know, mm -hmm. by speaking the truth that rather than just walking away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So is, is, is our job here going to be to teach people to be leaders or teach them to be better followers? You got to be a follower first. Okay. To be a leader, you got to be a follower. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And there is so many things out there, so many resources out there that we can search out for. If you don't want to follow a person, read a book. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and enrich and, and yourself before you can lead anybody. A lot of people are falling off the tracks because they never followed anybody. Yeah. They never did were never yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they might have the charisma and the charm to be a leader, but with no direction, no internal no, no idea of what it was like to be in that. One hundred. Yeah, okay. You gotta sit down under somebody. Mm -hmm. Let that person teach you 100%. You know what I'm saying? There are certain things that you would never learn from a book. Mm -hmm. Certain things that you would never learn in a classroom. Yeah. They're going to be practical. Yeah. Well, I mean, this, this is how we do the school system. 100. Right? When, when you're going out to be a trade, you spend a certain amount of time in Come the theory on, yeah. of it. Yeah. And then you have to go out and get a certain amount of hours doing that Straight job. Up, right? Can you imagine being on an airplane where the pilot has only done simulations? <laughs> you know, that first trip where he's got a full stack of people <laughs> in the back trying to do that? <laughs> I mean, maybe it happens. <laughs> I ain't going on that flight. <laughs> yeah, but that's why they got two pilots up there. Right? <laughs> so, no, that's so, so that's the thing is that, you know, how do we go about uh, teaching people to be good followers first? Uh -huh. You know, um, I'm, we got to be good leaders in order to do that. They got to be good followers. They got to be willing. They got to understand that there's a certain amount of time that you yeah. got to put in yeah. to be a good follower first. It's just following has such a stigma attached to it. it. It does. Except for in the church. That's such a good thing. If, you, if, if you're a follower, that's the best thing you could be. But out on yeah. the street, yeah. I don't report to nobody. Right. I'm my own person. Right. I don't need anybody else. And so, so there's this kind of, I don't know why this word always pops into my vocabulary, dichotomy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't even know if I know what it means properly, but I hear it all the time there's a conflict in the dichotomy. So, but there's this always conflict in there yes. because you got to be a good follower before you can be a good leader. Yeah. we got to teach people to be good followers, but you can't say it that way because you don't want to say you're subservient to me. Yeah. You don't want to even advise them that that's where they are, even though they know that they are, uh-huh. even though people see that that's what they are you. So, yeah. so how do you teach people to be better followers without necessarily insulting the process. Yeah. You, you know, I yeah. mean, kids are a great example. Like, uh-huh. really little kids, eight years younger, ten years younger, great kids on how to be great followers. They trust you, they believe the things that you say, and that's where you need to be a good leader. Even uh-huh. if you don't know fully the big goal, you kind of coach them along. You know, don't touch hot stuff. Yeah, don't yeah. eat yellow snow. Yeah, you yeah. know, those kind of things are uh-huh. good. But there's a certain age where, you know, 13 is when they're, <laughs> they got it all, they got it all figured out. But I mean, that's where we mostly rotate within and out. Yeah. In our circle in the community here mm-hmm. is kind of that age where they're transitioning from having enough ground underneath them to be able to start walking on their own, mm-hmm. but not quite at the level where you can sit there and say, you know what, you go ahead and you take the whole youth group and walk along with that, you know? So there's, there's still going to be that six, ten year period before they finally have all the resources they need to be yeah. at. Yeah. How do we help them be the better follower to calm their energies and yeah. their, their verbal? I mean, you know, we, we've even used this before. Um, for those that are watching on 360, we got Sammy over there in the corner. What do you do, buddy? <laughs> but we've talked about it before. You know, what do you do with those troublemakers? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really want to escalate them straight up into leadership. No. They want the attention so they can thrive within it, but you still got to equip them up there. Yeah, otherwise, yeah. otherwise, you're just going to look like a really bad leader for uh-huh. putting them in a position to fail. You know, they're naturally going to fail. So we need to find a way to grab all the kids, not just those troublemaking ones, and say, these are the resources that you need, mm-hmm. without giving them so much that they're just going to go hang themselves. You no know doubt. what I mean? Yeah. So, so making better followers. Making better followers, that's where you got to be like a child. You know what I'm saying? Because ah. you, you, you brought out a good idea, right? A good a point right there from eight on down. You know what I'm saying? They're children. Yeah. You know? And if you are like a child, then you listen better. You know, you want to you wanna excel. You want to do things. You, know, you want to learn. You know what I mean? But then when you get into your teens, you're like, you know it all. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of these pastors, managers, presidents and stuff, they're teenagers. Mm. They might be in their 40s I and their 50s, see. they're teenagers. You <laughs> feel what I'm saying? I like this. I got it. Because they, 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 they feel like they know it all. So yeah. the moment that you come through and say, hey, have you ever thought about it this way right here? They don't want to hear you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the, 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 uh, the, the person that has it all, it's got to be the least of all, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because you're still gonna learn. You want you want to learn more. You want to you want to intake it. How can mm-hmm. I uh, start the next company? How can I make the next million? Let me listen to the people that are hungry out in the streets. Mm-hmm. When when Beyonce is doing an album, her, her people go into different clubs and stuff. Yeah. Listen to the people that are coming up because mm-hmm. they're the ones that got the new style. You feel what I'm saying? And then they go back to the drawing board and they do what they, what they got to do. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And so it's the same thing. You know what I mean? When you're a leader, you got to go back to the basic. Mm-hmm. Forget it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you can't tell me this right here that just because you're comfortable now, you forget in your past. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember where you're coming from. Remember exactly where you're coming from because you will always be hungry. Yeah. You will always want to do things different. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But once you get comfortable as a leader, you know, you'll, you'll never grow. So you, the, whatever it is, the, wherever you is, you're yeah. comfortable with yeah. it. If it's a hundred people, you're like, man, yeah, we're full. You know what I'm saying? We're good. Yeah. You feel me? No, you, you, ain't, you ain't done nothing that yet. What was the last time you had a growth, a proper growth yeah. in your organization? Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? When was the last time you actually had people coming in and say, I appreciate your service, man, yeah. and I'm going to bring more people with me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and this is where it's at right here. Mm -hmm. There's a brew house up in the streets right here, in mm -hmm. Thurder right here, and they do a really good job yeah. of bringing people in. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which and, one is that that you're talking about? Is that Thompson. the... Uh, the which one? Tom Print. The, 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 the Tom... It's a, it's the thumb, a, the thumb yeah, the craft beer market. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a new situation in Erdry. Yeah, you know, and they do a really good job of bringing people in. Yeah, you feel me? And they make you feel real good when you mm -hmm. get in there, right? There. Yep, yeah, it's very open atmosphere. One hundred, easy to find things for 100. sure. And you know what's interesting is is that you mentioned that there um, is that they actually teamed up with a local organization. Um, there's a, there's a group called Airdrie Dads here. It's yeah, about yeah. 2,500 members. And, and they actually teamed up with Thumbprint and made a special exclusive brew, right? So that that one was just for this group of guys and then they sold them and then they took that money and donated it to charities and stuff like that. So, I mean, you're right, man. This place is making moves out there. Making moves. And here we go again, talking about, you know, alcohol, one of those things that's on the borderline. <laughs> but yeah, when you see something like that, there's no problem with buying no. it. I went out and bought six. I don't even drink beer. Yeah. I went out and bought six, right? Because it's it, a good car. It's a good car, you know, you know what I'm saying? And when you look at that right there, this is a new organization, and we got old organizations in the same city, mm -hmm. and they ain't doing nothing. Yeah. They're comfortable. You know what I'm saying? They, we, the leaders are so comfortable. You feel me? And once you, once you take away a paycheck, mm -hmm. kids going to get what they're going to get. What? <laughs> <laughs> they get hungry again all of a sudden. <laughs> You're threatening about taking the paycheck away, yeah. then they're going to start to come up with ideas. Yeah. But as long as that money's still coming in, they're going to mm -hmm. get comfortable and they ain't never going to do nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem with a lot of organizations in the, in the city and mm -hmm. all, all around. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got to get to a place where we understand that as a leader, I'm gonna continue on the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to learn as much as I can. Yeah. And learning is gonna come from the people that are underneath you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when they are, when, when they learn, when, when they feel like, yo man, I'm, I'm being uh, um, honored, and the people like out here in this organization, they, they appreciate my, uh, my, my voice and stuff. Mm -hmm. You wanna look for more stuff to make this organization better. Yeah. But if everybody's up in here and the moment that you raise up your voice, you feel like, man, it ain't going nowhere, you ain't want to say nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the, that's, the, that's the fall of a lot of these leaders out here is that they're not following nobody. Mm -hmm. Who is there to correct them yeah. when they're wrong? Yeah. Who's there to talk to them and say, dog, you know, listen, look at it this way right yeah. here. Nobody, because they are the top. That's it, right here. I'm yeah. the top leader. I'm the one. It's right here. These are my people. Who mm -hmm. are? They're not your people. Yeah, you, you know, we, we've talked about that um, before. Uh, th this might be just a plus one to what we've already talked. Is is you and I both like to be in a room with people that are smarter than us. Yeah, not, yeah. not necessarily in the, in the the discipline that we roll, uh -huh. but just that are smarter in yeah. other things in general. One hundred. Yeah. So it, it makes you wonder, though, is it on that? We don't necessarily want to be around people that have all the same vision as mm. us. We, we want that conflict, but to be humble and controlled enough emotionally to be able to not start a fight over right. the, the difference in, in opinions on that. And yeah. Maybe that's one thing that we missed in that uh, discussion that we had about, you know, don't be the, the smartest guy in the room, uh -huh. but also... You know, don't be the only guy in a room with the same vision as everybody else <laughs> in the room. You know, let's try not to share... Uh, Maybe not, maybe vision's the wrong word, because uh -huh. I mean, we all are trying to get somewhere, one goal, be it money, be yeah. it wealth, be it, you know, heaven, that yeah. kind of thing, 
But we got to make sure that we understand that other people's perspectives still tie into teaching us. That's that's the following part of it, you know. And then we got to feed off of that in order to to adjust on how we get there with the yeah. vision and all that. Yeah. And, and I think that's one of the things that that some leaders don't understand is I'm not saying that your vision isn't good. Uh-huh. But I'd like to have a dialogue with you on how to get there, yeah. you know, and having us both work together instead of everybody just channeling through the single point. Of, you, you know what I mean? Or something like that. And, and that's part of being a good follower is because we'll always have a, a person that either by title, by charm, by anything like that is going to be the designated head. Yeah. The, the person that everything's supposed to filter through. Yeah. But that's a corporate structure. Right. You know, let's say everything goes through that guy because it leads up through, you know, to the, their top executives. Uh-huh. But what's actually happening on the ground level should be a multifaceted leadership style. <clears throat> it has to. And we, we've said it before where certain kids will gravitate towards you. Certain yeah. kids will gravitate towards Sammy. Certain for me and all that kind of stuff. And that's the multi faceted leadership approach that we're looking 100, for. man. So as soon as you got the one that's nope, as soon as something bad happens there, you send them over this direction. You yeah, do that, you know, you start to get those those conflicts and that angst happening in there. But that's where you gotta you gotta hash it out. You, you know, you gotta figure it you out. And, to. and then that's that's where that carrot, <laughs> carrot and stick comes in. <laughs> you know, hopefully the leader is good enough to say, you know what, that's cool. I, I like your ideas. Let's work this kind of thing. Out. You know, like I, I work for a great organization. You do. You know. Um, you, I don't. I'm, I'm left to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. I don't have to answer to, to to the guy who owns the company. You know what I'm saying? His name is on the company and everything like that. But you know, he allows us to go out and do our own thing. Mm-hmm. If I get a new client right now, I don't gotta talk to him like, yo, I got a client. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That's my client. Yeah. You feel me? And, and I put everything is under me. Yeah. You feel me? Even though that's it's incredible, man. Dog, that's know. an organ. Like right there, I I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm going out in the streets <laughs> looking for clients, and he getting rich. Man, you're going <laughs> over there. You're planting wasps in people's backyards. It <laughs> <laughs> looks like you've got a problem over here. <laughs> that's exactly. not actually happening, people. <laughs> Come on now, it's legit. <laughs> but that's a motor that I admire right mm-hmm. here. You know what I'm saying? Because you are allowing your people to go out you know, and bring in, you yeah. feel? and you don't care you know, like to say, all right, I'm going to micromanage. They're, they're you a fisherman. Exactly. Yeah. And you just sit in there, you're, you're good, because yeah. you know that you know, that's, it's your company, and yeah. the people that are coming in, even though they get in the cut, you know, mm-hmm. the rest is coming to you. Yeah. That's leadership. That's smartness. That's why it's a multi-million dollar company. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. you're allowing your people that are underneath, and you listen to them too. Yeah, but he yeah. is humble though too. That's he 100. has learned something. If you get a chance to talk to him about how he 100. made it there, where he has the opportunity to double his paycheck yeah. if you were just to take an extra 2% from exactly. him, and why he doesn't, right. that's a conversation I want to hear, man, Yo, because holy cow. A lot of, like, you got to be a leader follower. That's, that's, an, that's a term that I've heard before. Mm-hmm. Uh, a leader follower. So you're leading, but at the same time you're following. Mm-hmm. So it, just because this person is underneath you don't mean that they're, they're, you're way smarter than you is. Yes. It just means that maybe you had an opportunity that they didn't have. Yeah. So you can listen to them, sit down, chill out, and listen to what they got to say. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they might have the smartest idea that might take your vision to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of times we just feel like, oh, this is my company. This is my people. They're not your people. They know. They know what I'm saying. Listen, just because they're looking for you does not mean that they're your people. Yeah. 
just be, your company ceases to be your company when you have people in working for you. Yeah, you know yeah. Because these people are the ones that are carrying your vision. Respect them, mm-hmm. honor them. Yeah, you know I mean, do whatever you can to make sure that their burden is light. Yeah. Don't don't be all over their shoulders and say, "What did you do today?" What you know, mm-hmm. all of these things right here. That's just not good leadership. Yeah. You're stressing people. You know what I mean? But if you if you know how it is to be under a person like that. You, in turn, don't want to be that kind of a leader. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you just feel like, no, nah, I don't want people to feel stressed when they come to work. Yeah. I want them to reproduce. I want them to produce good stuff out here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give them the liberty to do what they got to do. For sure. You, know, you, get, you, you brought up an, uh, a good a point on, on Gmail, uh, what is it, Google. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Flow in and out whenever you want. 100, man. Yeah. You know, and that's the way it is. Don't give, like, I don't get it. I, I, you know, like, you just got to be free enough to understand it's a mental slavery mm. you know you gotta be free <laughs> you know Bob Molly said it emancipate the people from slavery you know yeah. mental slavery you know what I mean because yeah. we, people are so enslaved to thinking that you know if I give this person power they're gonna take over yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true <laughs> you feel like dog you're gonna take over people are gonna gravitate towards you because yeah. you got a pull on them. Yeah. Nah, as long as you're a good leader, mm-hmm. those these guys that are under you, they will always honor you. They say, yeah. dog, I'm not here for that. Yeah. I'm not here for all that. Mm-hmm. All I'm here is to see that your vision go through. Because I got my own vision that's coming up. It's, it's a fruitful vision. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be greedy to come through and overtake you like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we got to grow. We got to yeah. grow up. So, you know, uh-huh. I've been processing this thought um, as, as I've been talking there because it's been... Uh, just doing things in my head here. And and I was going to start with the statement of saying, so how come out of the past maybe 30, 40 years of leadership that mm-hmm. these concepts, we're not the first guys right. to say you got to be a leader follower. Yeah. Right? We're, we're not paving any new ground here. No. We're just having a discussion about it. And I thought, okay, 40 years, nobody's getting it. Or there's a small amount of companies that are succeeding, but still, overall, there's, there's exactly what you were talking about, uh-huh. where these leaders are, whoa, I'm going to hold that guy a little bit back because as soon as he gets good, he's going to look smarter than me. He's gonna yeah. That's fine. Okay, we'll, we'll find a way to help them people get to, to the better leadership. And then it occurred to me, humans have been doing exactly that other model uh-huh. for tens of thousands of years, uh-huh. right? Yeah. You take a look at the Egyptian pharaohs, you take a look at all those guys, they're the dictators. Yes. They're the ones that said, no, you do it this way, it's going to be the stick, and if you don't, and that was considered leadership, yeah. right? Sure, they were fruitful, uh-huh. their people might not have been. I mean, we see that even now in, in Mexico, where there's this huge separation between poverty and the wealthy, and in Haiti with Sammy over here, huge separations between government people and the regular population, yeah. right? I mean, that's still happening today. Yeah. So, so I, I had to check myself on that going, how come nobody's good? You know, 40 years. It's because we're fighting against thousands of years yes, of, right. of oppression and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, even the black slavery movement was yeah. the same thing. We were doing that not even that long ago, not yeah. even 100 years ago. Uh-huh. We were doing that as leadership, you know, by dictation is North America is wealthy thanks to your people. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, and, yes. So, I mean, do, do we have another 100 years that we got to go before people start? <laughs> yeah. Is that where it's going? But yeah. I mean, I, I like to think we're contributing well enough that in our lifetime we're going to see the fruits of this labor. Yeah. You know, you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting because even now, you know, we got, we, we, we're working hard to bring out this material to people, mm. to awaken people. 
You yeah. know, we got dogs like Joe Benjamin out here, yeah. you know, in the streets. He's doing his yeah. thing and people are actually getting helped. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I want to make money. Mm-hmm. I want my family to go on vacations and not put it on a credit card. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I actually know that I got money in my in my in my uh, in, mm-hmm. in my um, in my account. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I don't want to go in debt. Mm-hmm. I want to live a good life. Yeah. I want my children to go to the best schools yeah. out here in the streets. Mm-hmm. But how can I do it? And if if you can find somebody who can take you biblically yeah. <laughs> and tell you that all right, you can actually be wealthy. Yeah. You can actually take your children and you can actually go to the best <laughs> restaurants <laughs> and eat these good things. Yeah. I'm going to show you to you, biblically, we come against those people. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's one of the things that's so frustrating as well, is that we see that, is that as soon as you're successful as a pastor or anything within a church movement, uh-huh. suddenly something's wrong. Something's you're, wrong. You're not allowed to enjoy life when you're a leader in a church. Right. You know, you're not allowed to go to the keg. Uh-huh. You're supposed to go to McDonald's. <laughs> you're not allowed to go on a trip overseas yeah. because you're not supposed to be able to afford that. I, I don't understand how charitable organizations... Just because you're charitable or non-profit or anything like that doesn't mean that those people in those positions aren't allowed to have a life. 100. I don't understand that. So me within the congregation can go and tour the world for eight months out of the year and nobody will ever say anything in the church. Say nothing. But as soon as our good friend Sammy here, he has to fundraise, Mm -hmm. you know, just to make it overseas to his hometown and help people over there. And then as soon as he has a stake over there... Sammy, what are you doing with all of our money? How come you're over there? You know, you, know, yeah. you, know, you know what it is, though. Like, uh, you're, you're, when you are working for a charitable organization, you are at the mercy of the people. Mm. You feel me? The people that are giving, they feel like they own you. <laughs> okay. You're right. You're, you're right. right. <laughs> so this is where now, as a pastor, you got to be smart enough to say, I'm going to venture and do my own thing. Like, mm. I'm giving the example of Joe Benjamin. He has his own yeah. businesses. He's in, oh, he's, in, he's in his 30s. Mm. You feel me? This kid flies first class. I, I, nobody in this congregation go ask him yeah. because he, he buys it himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The problem is when you're waiting for somebody else saying, that, all right, you know, uh, at the end of the month, I'm waiting for the charitable giving for me to pay my bills. Yeah. Then you're at the mercy of the people. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's like in, the comp- in a company, you're at the mercy of the boss. <laughs> you feel me? This is where the difference is, is that when you do your own thing, this is why I'm saying this, that as a leader, as a, if, as a, as a church or whatever you gotta have a model of your own self to say this is my out yeah you know i got my own thing i'm going into real estate buy my own houses put people in mm-hmm. those houses that's yeah. gonna be my money a lot of these preachers that that i like yeah. they don't get no money from the church so they do their thing yeah they don't yeah. care what they can drive a ferrari they can do whatever because yeah. they don't get no money from the church yeah so but when when the congregation though goes in and interrupts your process because of that though uh-huh. is is that is that a time where you need to turn to those people and have a good heart-to-heart? Or do you just let them get upset? Do you let them, you know, because, I mean, that has, I, all churches yeah. have been affected by that, where, where somebody <laughs> in the congregation is going to start this spark that says, no, man, that, that's my tithing that's going to that guy's vacation, you know? So, so is, I mean, I, I do see that there is a shift coming along uh-huh. where, where it's, you know, not so bad. I mean, Joel Osteen got just blasted for those Houston floods over there for not opening the church doors fast enough. Fast enough, Even yeah. at the risk of injury to I'm other people. I'm telling you, though. He could have opened his doors with the building on fire and it still would have not been fast enough for people. 100. And, and you know what I mean is that there, there needs to be a congregational shift there as well where, you know what, that guy's doing him 
We got to go do us. We got to be good followers yeah. to this guy because overall, the vision of his church has not been changed because of these floods or because he has a ten million dollar house or right. anything like right. that. Just follow the guy if you like his message. So you check this out. Check this out, though, right? Why? Why? Why is it that a lot of people in this church, are like the, the, this church, is always full? Yeah. Because he preaches a message that resonates with them, yeah. right? So then when he comes now and says, okay, maybe I got a private jet or whatever, yeah. you don't care because he's not getting a salary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's got books. Yeah. You got to have merchandise. If you got something that mm -hmm. you have, you know, people will just say, whatever, he's, he's selling books. Yeah. You know, he's got cars. He's but then there's cars. a problem because then now they're, they're perceived as glorifying themselves instead. Well, that, that's the, 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 if you teach people... Say, for example, ah. we talk about tithing, ah. right? <laughs> if you teach people about tithing, I've, I've sat in churches for years and they've never talked about tithing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's taboo. taboo. It's, it's taboo. taboo. You got to talk about that. Because if you teach people, then it's easier to say, oh, I'm giving this. This is for God. Yeah. Whatever this pastor uses it for, mm -hmm. that's it here between him and God. So yeah. you don't care yeah. if he goes on vacation and stuff. You don't, that's not, because that's God's money to begin with. You feel me? But a lot of churches don't preach that. Yeah. So then the moment that you yeah. say you got a little bit of money, yeah. they're going to be like, that's my money. Well, exactly, because then it sounds like they're, they're, they're you as the leader is begging for their money. It, it gets perceived as that. Yes. And then going on holidays, even though the holiday might be to teach other people about God in Russia, for example. Yeah. It's still, that's my money going on your exactly. vacation. You know? Exactly. It's, it's, so, so is that one of the things you're suggesting then, is that we need to teach people have to better teach people. about how, not necessarily how leadership is spending money, because it's not, it's not about the money. No. It's about the vision and getting there. So, so we need to... If, uh, if you teach people, like, okay, so why are these uh, prosperity churches full right now? It's because they teach something. A lot of people are in trouble right now. They don't mm -hmm. have money. They don't have jobs. Yeah. People are losing houses. They need that hope. You know what I'm saying? And that hope is coming through a pastor saying that, you know, you can do it. You, you mm -hmm. know what? You, you, just you know, believe in God that God going to bless you. Yeah. Believe that if you give, you're going to receive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it can come in different ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you can get, if I can listen to Joe and he's telling me like, Abe, you know, you can do it. Invest your money in this. Yeah. Look at it from this right here. Look at yeah. the, look at the uh, I don't know what example he was using lately. And he was just saying, just do this. Mm -hmm. Try this thing, a model right here. Yeah. I tried it. But, it worked. Yeah, we'll, we'll find the link. Yeah. And, and find out what it was. And, and, and you, you just brought up something really, really interesting is that I'm thinking what we should do on the show sometimes. We should grab, you know, one of the, the pastors that always gets lambasted by everybody else. Uh -huh. Let's take a Joel Osteen sermon. Yeah. And we'll listen to it. Let's remove all the give to God, heaven, just believe and all that. And I bet you underneath that message, we're going to find the whole, listen, you as an individual are capable of doing things. You just need to go and take your first step forward and go do this. You know, forgetting about leading up that way. Because most people from the outside think that every single sermon is about just be a good person. And right. You're going to go to heaven. Right. And they miss everything they miss, within they miss the, the articles. Message. That's right. Because they, they don't, they don't uh, broadcast the, the, uh, the end and the, like a, lot, a lot of the uh, beginnings of the services. So you just see 30 minutes. Yeah. Of uh, be a good person and go to heaven. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so we can't judge a person because of something that you see. Mm -hmm. You don't know this person. You don't know what they stand for. You've never sat with this person. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is the, uh, the eighth section of an eight-part <laughs> series about getting there where he wraps it all together about how to make that journey 
to, to, to bring something up. You know, we don't know. Well, honey, we don't know, man. You know, like, I, I, want, I want that, you know, when, when I have my child, that my child is set. Mm. And if I can learn that, how to do it from somebody in the business world, I will. Yeah. If I can learn it from a Joe, I'm going to learn it from a Joe. Mm -hmm. If I can learn it from somebody, biblically, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's my passion. Yeah. That's what I want. You feel me? And if I find that, all right, I'm sick and tired of this uh, uh, um, feel good old, you know, like, you know, um, mm -hmm. this kind of light message, then I'll, I'll go I'll, I'll go deeper. I'm yeah. going to go to Rabbi Zacharias. Mm -hmm. I'm going to listen to, to, to what he's preaching. I'm going to listen to... to, to um, uh, John Piper. I'm mm -hmm. gonna listen to Timothy Keller. There's mm -hmm. a guys guy that that dig deeper. Yeah. You know, but we need everybody. T.D. Jakes was is in Zimbabwe right now. Mm -hmm. He was praying with President Robert Mugabe. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've never seen a pastor in his in his in his uh, state house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This guy made it. He made it. Yeah. And he was praying with mm -hmm. the, with this president, yeah. and we slam him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But what kind of pastor? Which pastor has gone down there who preaches the the, the unity yeah. in Christ? Who, who, who well, no, preaches no, that hold, kind of hold, stuff? hold on. I mean, we sent Dennis Rodman to go talk to North Korea. <laughs> We're good. We're good. We're sending the right people to go do the right job. So, <laughs> you got an excellent We point. all yeah. have a place, a, a, something to prove. We, we all have something to do. And the moment that we concentrate too much on the mm, negative, yeah. we're going to miss everything For that sure. people are doing. In the sure. It's a distraction. It's the greatest gift of the enemy. Man. 100. Yeah. 100. It's a distraction. Because, it, you know, if you are following, then you will know, okay, this is where this thing started. Yeah. You know, this is where we at. But a lot of people, like the book Sammy gave us, fan, they're mm -hmm. just outside, you know, they're following whatever, whatever. But, you know, you got to follow the person. If you f say that you like this person, like his messages, know where he's coming from. Yeah. Know his story. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Because a lot of these people are preaching from a place from where they were coming from. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we can't knock them. Because mm -hmm. we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. And the people in the congregation are the ones that know because they, oh, they're there every Sunday. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that know what's going on. They're the ones that see their life change. They're the ones that see the things that's, that's happening. Yeah. So we can never knock that, that, that person right there. Yeah. It's easier when it's a model of a, of a company because there is certain things that we look at and say, all right, you know, that, that company is failing yeah. or, you know, whatever, whatever. But when it comes to certain things of spiritual stuff, that's different. That's mm -hmm. a different ballgame altogether. Yeah. And we got to respect people, different gifts that yeah. we have, you know. And if, if, if people, and now if you got a company and you know that, all right, you know, I got, I got somebody right here who doing their thing. I don't understand what they're doing, but they're yeah. being successful. Mm -hmm. They're reaching a, a demographic that I never could have reached. I know why. Yeah. You know, and, and be there for that person. Be there for that person right there. You know, it's easier for somebody to just walk into a place and say, oh, you know what, I see my people right here, mm -hmm. so I'm going to stick around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then if you come out and clip their wings, then it's going to be a little situation where you're just like, yeah. yo, you know, I can't be here. Yeah. yeah. Let people sure. grow. Let people be who they is. Yeah. 100. For sure. That's a great way to wrap it up, babe. We're running to the end of the show on this one. Thanks for your words. I'm going to get those links, and I think we got a part two of this one that we can do at some point in time. 100. So, man, <laughs> I, I really like this one. Um, this one's know, good. Leadership and following is one of those things that, um, you know, if you can figure those things out and get people to be better followers, yeah. it'll make us better leaders, which in turn creates better leaders. You know, I mean, you, you can do this tree all the way down and all that. yeah. Shout out again to Pastor Sammy. Hey, yo, over hey, yo, here. Hey, yo. You you check out what, what he's doing with Inspired to Change and Haiti Arise. We got a mission trip coming up in 2018. Uh, we're going to help some people on over there. 
And another shout out to Leader Trek down in the States. Leader Trek, we love And our biggest fans of Fetching Finn and the Joy Spot. We'll catch up with all of you soon. And that's Abe across from me. He's Conversations with Abe. We are the 2A Street. 2A Street. Have a good day. Yeah.